Welcome to the Talking Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Will Cheshire. And in this podcast, I speak with impact-driven founders and share their real-time stories about how their solution has a positive impact on society. This is a show for founders, investors, and all individuals looking for some positivity and optimism as you hear from people working hard to help better our society and our planet. You can expect to learn about some awesome new products and services in this show that will bring you more hope in our quest to solve some of society's biggest issues. Let's dive in to this week's episode of the Talking Solutions Podcast. Come into a solo edition of the Talking Solutions Podcast. Your host, Will Cheshire, here and also the founder of Chesh Tech as well, where we partner with impact driven companies to drive their solutions forward via product development and website development as well. Of course, design included there too. So this episode gonna do something a little bit different than what we've done in the past. Primarily the show is highlighting solutions and founders, right? And that's obviously what I love to do. It's something that gets me really interested. It drives my curiosity and it's really inspiring and gives me optimism to know that there are so many great founders out there that are solving these problems by providing solutions that better impact society. But on this episode, I want to talk a little bit about my experiences as a founder and what I have been finding to try and keep my business sustainable and to maintain the drive and the processes that go into that. Because it's a, something that's not talked about a ton. Obviously, it's something that's starting to pick up a lot of steam and things of that nature as well as we kind of enter and get more information about ways that we can be sustainable as business owners, as founders, as we kind of move our business forward. And obviously, we try to make enough money so that we can survive and, and so that we can you know, be able to continue to do what we love to do and provide solutions to some societal problems. If you're an impact-driven founder, if you're a, a general kind of business owner, things of that nature as well, you're obviously doing this because you're competitive, right? You have a passion for business and a passion for kind of competing with yourself. And of course, uh, you know, providing solutions that help people out in the community as well. So I want to just talk about this and have this just be kind of a transparent episode of what my experience has been like kind of growing my company and where I'm at and the scaling and most importantly, how I'm trying to implement sustainable strategies. Because the one thing that I think that really is a bad message to have, and, and you've heard this, and if you're a, a listener of the show uh, with many of the sustainability founders that we've had on, is sometimes we kind of get lost into that 5% of the online universe that kind of says everything is black and white, right? Like, hey, if you're not doing it, and then you just can't do it, you're failing. It's, oh, you're not doing that. Oh, well, you don't use plastic, great, but you fly all the time. Or, oh, you fly all the time, but yeah, you don't do plastic and all that thing. Well, you're still not doing it, right? Like there's a lot of noise from that small group of people when really everybody's out there just trying to do their best, right? Everybody is trying to get this information and they're trying to, as a consumer, they're trying to do and implement these practices and provide and utilize these solutions in ways that they can improve their life, minimize their carbon footprint and things of that nature as well. And I think that that goes for a lot of business owners out there. I think a lot of founders of that nature and, and, and investors who want to do in more impact investing and then consumers that want to be more sustainable. I think a lot of them want to do it and they are itching to improve. But oftentimes it's a limited availability of time. There's convenience involved, of course, as well. Convenience is something that's huge in society and in the way our economy goes is what is more convenient to do, right? Think about plastic. The whole entire thing and recent plastic got big is because of convenience. There's not a lot of societal good or uh, health 
related effects that are pretty negative with plastic as well. So just talk, just want to use this episode to just talk about my experience, what I've kind of been trying to do with Chesh Tech, what I've learned from other founders who have made themselves. You know, I recently went to a B Corp meetup and that was a fascinating thing uh, just to kind of learn through the processes of how to become a B Corp and what companies are doing to try to be more sustainable and and be more impact. And and when I say sustainable, I don't even necessarily mean like just sustainability in terms of, you know, hey, we're doing things that are great for the environment, right? Like, obviously, we want to do things great for the environment. But I feel like the word sustainability has been extrapolated a bit as well to not just really mean necessarily everything to do with the environment and the climate, but also some other things as well, like ethically speaking, you know, what does sustainability kind of really mean. And I think for a lot of people, sustainability means what we've been seeing kind of what the UN goals are, you know, back in in 2015, that those world leaders agreed to that framework uh, on a roadmap for increasing well-being by the world, uh, increasing well-being in the world by 2030 and focuses on areas like education, climate change, ethical sourcing in your supply chains, things of that nature, and so much more. So it's really about creating a sustainable strategy with your goals that can drive effective change. And I think that sustainability is is more important than ever at this time as well, which is why I'm using this kind of episode to just chat about my experience and briefly kind of what I think sustainability means for me and things of that nature as well. But as we get more information, particularly at the younger generations, uh, the consumers are starting to demand it more. It's something that people are looking out for. Is your business doing ethically good? You know, are, are they being ethical? Are they doing good things that advance society in a positive way? Are they being fair to all people? Are they thinking about the planet, right? Are they putting uh, more priorities over profit uh, than just money, right? We've seen that model and, you know, you could make an argument that that model's worked and you could make an argument that that model has failed. And so there's lots of things to consider on this front. And I just kind of want to share some of what I have been going through at this time. So for me, you know, I have kind of, the digital agency, if you will. It's more of a technology consulting company where basically I kind of partner with impact-driven companies and push forward their solutions through my knowledge in technology, right? Whether that's product roadmap, whether that's using the right languages for your application in terms of the frameworks and your DevOps and your system architecture and things of that nature, and then going through the product process and uh, ensuring that you're making educated decisions on what you are producing and what you're making for your users. And that involves a lot of testing. Uh, and all that front. And then I also do websites, right? Design, brand messaging on that type of front. Like how can I communicate my message most clearly in my website so that I get conversions and generate results and and ultimately push my solution forward so it has a greater impact, right? Those are all important things. And that's something that my agency strives to do so and the people on my team that work to do it. But to do it sustainably can be difficult, especially when you have to put a lot more decisions and thought into what you're doing, right? I mean, there's a reason why this whole sustainability consulting business is getting popular amongst people and businesses. They're bringing in these sustainability experts to really, but what does being sustainable mean? You know, you get a lot of buzzwords out there and that's something I've heard a lot from people and greenwashing and all that type of stuff in terms of how can you be a sustainable company, right? And you know, because it's more important than ever and because the consumer wants it now, like, hey, you know, these are some things that we have to consider, not only just for the environment, but, you know, make sure that there are clear policies or clear rules that your company wants to follow that uh, incorporate diversity and inclusion and, you know, better social change and sustainability for the planet and making sure that you're being um, cognizant of the pay differentials between the people that work for you, right? Being more ethical and fair with your paying as well. And in addition to all of that. So for me, these are some kind of tips and some things that I have kind of taken and learned from that I would like to kind of share with you all. 
just quickly in this episode, it's not going to be a long episode. This is going to be more of one that just kind of relates to people, you know, and, and if you're working on getting your own sustainable business and trying to implement these types of things, you know, this is how I've been doing it. This is what I've seen has not been working. And this is what I've seen that that has been working. So it's a, it's an interesting kind of go about. But first and foremost, we've kind of defined what sustainability is or how I see it. I see sustainability more as like an encompassing word for the ethics of your business and how you're running your business and treating people and the planet, of course, as well. And then, of course, there's those UN goals, which are really important, which a lot of people use. Those are 17 goals. Just to quickly go over what those goals are in case you don't know them, um, by 2030, these are what leaders in the world back in 2015 uh, kind of created these global goals. And these are by 2030, they would like to eradicate poverty, no poverty, zero hunger, good health and well-being, four, quality and education, number five, gender equality, number six, clean water and sanitation, seven, affordable and clean energy, decent work and economic growth for eight, nine, industry innovation and infrastructure, 10, reduce inequalities, having a lot of issues with inequality, uh, at least in the U.S., 11, sustainable cities and communities, responsible consumption and production for 12, 13 is climate action, 14, life below water, so taking care of our oceans, lakes, 15 is life on land, 16, peace, justice, and strong institutions, and 17, partnerships for the goal. So that's what a lot of people, if you talk to a lot of founders, uh, investors, this is what they look for. You know, of course, we have the whole uh, ESG movement as well, ESG invest, investing, that's environmental, social, and governance. And that's, um, you know, basically it's a way to, to build a more ethical portfolio as well. They're non-financial factors that investors are using to measure an investment or in, in or a company's sustainability on that front and something that they're looking for as well. So another reason why if you're a founder out there that you should be uh, incorporating ESGs and you should be incorporating a more ethical, sustainable business practices as well. So number one, some things that I've been working on at Chesh Tech, you know, for us, the most important part is through technology, right? Like how can we reduce our carbon footprint through the internet? And for us, it's building incredibly fast and high-performing uh, user-centric websites, right, and, and applications. It's making the user experience as simple as possible so that the user gets what they want and they see the information that they want and they don't have to dance around and take up extra resources and spend unnecessary time, which is fantastic, right, because that goes directly into a great user experience. So what does a great user experience help you with? Conversions. What do conversions get you? Uh, sales or leads or things of that nature. So it really works just in the life cycle. Being ethical and sustainable within your technology and your internet usage is going to probably result in more business for you as well. So it's a win-win. But first thing I've been doing is trying to create more of a sustainability strategy. Um, and so this could address anything from your sourcing and your supply chain, your logistics, your technology, your employment, your education, your community, uh, your products, all things of that nature as well. For me, obviously, I don't really have much of a supply chain, right? Like, you know, I'm not sourcing real physical uh, materials and products. I'm doing a lot of technology work. And for me, and then it's all about the efficiency and the usage of technology and the best ways that we can implement these in a way that's more sustainable in practice and more eco-friendly. You know, static site generators, custom-coded websites, instead of using heavily resourced uh, websites with site builders that require a lot of resources that get pulled in, right? Things of that nature as well, like you would see on WordPress or some of those builders um, that you have there. So for us, it's creating a green cloud hosting, right? It's making sure that we're hosting our applications and our websites on servers and whatnot that are green and that are fighting to be carbon neutral on that front. Uh, you know, Microsoft and Azure, their mission uh, is carbon neutral and things with their servers, right? So there's a lot of green hosting that we've been looking for 
uh, to do that as well. Creating simple my or simple um, user experiences and simple things that are going to move forward for the user and so that they don't have to spend a lot of time on their phone and the internet, right? So these are some important things that we've been kind of trying to craft in our technology and our digital strategy to kind of empower our clients to say, hey, not only can we be focusing on being more eco-friendly and things of that nature in everyday life, but also, hey, these are some strategies you can actually implement today to get your get your website, get your app a more eco-friendly and a better user experience overall as well on that front. So that's another really important thing that I think we're doing. And and then for me as well, as part of that strategy, it's also sourcing talent from different parts, right? You know, being diverse within the staff and trying to work on that as well and be like, okay, what types of opportunities can we provide for people from different areas? And whether that's from, you know, the same country or whether that's from, uh, you know, different countries or whatever that might be, it's, it's what kind of fair opportunities can you provide for people that is going to empower their lives and make their lives a lot better too. And that's something that is a challenge as a founder, right? It's, it's a challenge to try to find that talent that's going to fit your budget and then want to pay them that gives them a good living as well. I mean, these are things that you don't exactly go out and be like, oh, I want to pay somebody nothing and, you know, chain. No, it's, it's about trying to make it work for you and, and for that contractor or that employee, whoever it might be and the benefits that you're going to be providing, right? So those are some things and challenges that I've struggled with because the end of the day, you got to pay yourself as well. Then you got to pay your business so that you can you know, keep reinvesting into things and growing and scaling. And, and then you got to pay your contractors and make sure that they have enough work or your employees and make sure your company's got enough work going so that you can sustain all of that. So it's a bit of a challenge. And, you know, some things I've been kind of working on is being really careful and intentional about some of the projects I take on. In addition to that it is really kind of vetting um, the people that I work with as well. Right. And that's something that uh, is always a challenge if you're trying to source staff and stuff like that. But that's all been part of my strategy and what I've been trying to do. A lot of it kind of goes with how can we utilize this for our clients and give them a solution that's going to be more eco-friendly and align with their values, especially since we primarily work with sustainable businesses and impact-driven businesses, right? So that's the most important kind of part. And then, of course, there's the other big important part, which is applying those practices into my company as a whole as well uh, and providing the fair opportunities and, and good job opportunities and uh, making sure that I'm getting all of my you know, products and my SaaS subscriptions are with companies that are good, right? Companies that I feel are, are at least trying to to make a positive impact, you know, because that's something that we're all kind of adapting to. I would say another good thing that you could do is, you know, look at your environmental policies as well surrounding sustainability. Now, this could work for a little bit of a bigger ones and a lot of companies that use raw materials and things of that nature as well. Like, where are you sourcing them? If they're farmed or mined, like what type of impact are they having on an environment, right? Like a uh, things of that nature as well. So that's something that you can look at your supply chain on. You know, for me, it's like, where are the websites being hosted? Is it green? Is it not green, right? Like those are really important things. Are they having unnecessarily unnecessary things on their sites that can be improved to improve the user experience and that and things of that nature as well? Another thing that's really important, I think any founder can do this within their startup and their organization, which I think will make things a lot easier for them long-term is investing in the education and development of your company, your business development. That's really important. This is going to make recruitment a lot easier, which is going to bring down recruitment costs. It's going to be a less, uh, it's going to lower your barrier, your, your contractors, your employees barrier to entry as well and whatnot. And it's also going to give you quite frankly, you know, higher caliber candidates as well. And it's an opportunity to really make things a lot easier uh, for your sustainability kind of goals and things of that nature as well, because it's a fantastic way to just kind of like reinforce those strategies that you have by investing in the education development, right? Like say you bring somebody on in my case, like I need to bring someone on that's going to host a website and launch it, right? So I need somebody that's going to be 
understanding and or willing at least to learn uh, about green hosting and websites, right? Like where is a good way to do that? And if you have this type of, uh, you know, kind of SOP, if you will, in your company and they know how to do that and they kind of kind of hop on and learn and then develop. And then that's something that you're creating a culture now. And that culture is now surrounding the sustainability strategy that you've kind of created for your company. And you're providing documents and easy to digest education for any uh, new hires or things of that nature as well that can kind of help reinforce these strategies and create a cohesive business model that's going to be sustainable in the long term versus just trying to expect people to just pick it up and learn it, right? Like you need to provide the resources for them to do so. And I think that that's a fantastic way. Uh, and that kind of takes me to my next one, which is what I've been trying to do is kind of create more of a culture of sustainability as well. You know, I want to be real intentional with the people that I've been kind of building with, um, right? Like the people that are interested in the core values of Chesh Tech and what I'm trying to accomplish. Are they interested in the podcast and doing some things of that nature as well? You know, are they going to be curious to learn about ways to build websites, you know, for my developers and things of that nature that's going to, you know, be less resourceful and things of that nature, less uh, intensive on resources and things of that nature as well. So that's something that I think can be really important. You can do a lot of project management, task management this way to kind of do that within your educational model for any onboarding hires, which I think is really a great way to kind of keep this consistent and kind of build that culture as well to kind of fit your sustainability goals, because the goal is not just to grow your uh, to, to yourself to have these goals, right? It's for your company and your entity uh, to be a culture that really gives back to that sustainability. And that really is going to go a long way, especially for your impact-driven founders, social entrepreneurships. Like even if you don't have one that's within sustainability and the environment, right? Like you still want to be sustainable. It aligns with your values. And uh, it can be a really, really great way to develop partnerships with other companies as well that might complement you and things of that nature, but most importantly, kind of establish that culture on that front as well. So it's a good way to do so, I think. So again, if you could kind of create that educational of like how you want to do things that are related to your sustainability and your values and why you do what you do, and then you bring in people that are intentional and, and that are interested in doing that, it's really going to go a long way to kind of helping your culture. And it's something that I've kind of found uh, has been working for me. I have certainly had my issues. I'll tell you that with uh, trying to source talent and Maybe they didn't quite have those values and it didn't work out great. So, uh, you know, it's something that is really important. Obviously, stuff that everybody, you know, feels like, oh, yeah, of course, duh. Like, why wouldn't I do that? But, of course, when you're in the process of making a hire and things of that nature as well, you never can truly get the full story sometimes. So it's important to really kind of get that through. Uh, another thing is like getting involved with, you know, your local community, right? Like as a business owner and things of that nature as well, like, we want to make sure that we're kind of giving back. Obviously, businesses these days can be all over the internet, digital, and really have nothing to do with the, the community that's local to you, right? You might be a nomad and move around a lot, but that doesn't mean that you can't like commit to the local area that you're in sustainability and their plans as well, right? So even if your company doesn't have any physical locations, like you can kind of uh, incentivize you and the people that work with you and for you to go out into their local community as well. It makes great content on social media and promotion, and it shows and aligns with your company values and things of that nature. So it's something to consider to kind of move forward and how you can help get involved in the community or where you are staying in the temporary time because that's still your community there. So getting involved in, in local communities is, is really important as well and something that I think you should incentivize your employees, contractors. Obviously, you know, you can't have your contractors do anything, but to incentivize them to do so and to share that uh, on your company page to provide those values and and to show that, you know, you, you are going out there and that, hey, look at the, you know, target customers, consumers, things of that nature, like I'm doing it, like check it out. Like, you know, we, we, we talk the talk as we walk the walk as much as we talk the talk. So I think that that's really important. It's something that I'm trying to get a little bit better at 
you know, I move around quite a lot, so it can be a little bit challenging at times and doing so, but it's a really great way to, to give back and to really show that you're running a sustainable company, you know, and uh, can kind of push through that. So I think that that's really, really important depending on what your, your solution is, right? Like think about working towards kind of a, a systemic change. You know, you always read that word, like be the change you want to see in the world, all that good stuff. I mean, obviously that's an important quote and it's often used, but it's appropriate, right? Like think about what you're doing in a long term, even if, you know, what your goals are. I mean, a lot of these founders that I talk to in the solutions and, and the listeners that I have, you know, they're doing such cool things out there that it's, you know, they're already doing this. Uh, on that front. But even if you are, you know, not providing an impact driven solution that might not, you know, technically qualify for societal good and things of that nature, there's still ways that you can support, right? Like sign up for 1% for the planet or something like that, right? Like it's obviously something that I'm looking for. You get back 1%, uh, you know, of your profits back um, to the planet and that organization and things of that nature as well, you know, plant a tree or something like that. Uh, you can do things of that nature as well and, you know, give back in that sense, you know, work on negating your company's carbon footprint, negating your own personal uh, carbon footprint. Like I said, by, you know, planting a tree or whatever for every website visit or something like that. Oh, that's a little much, but you know what I mean? Um, things of that nature as well, right? I mean, those are all really great ways to kind of help towards your goals and your your company's values and goals and systemic change and, and keep that aligned with what you can show your uh, target audience as well uh, to be more sustainable as a uh, company. Uh, diversity, obviously, that one's easy um, to kind of to kind of recommend. Everybody's talking about diversity uh, these days, and for good reason, for obvious reasons. You know, we need to be more representative of what's going on, and and that's something that I think you should strive to do for your company as well. Like that's something that there are opportunities out there for all, and whether that's you know, and within your own country, hiring within, and then you know, being diverse in that sense with the different people within your country or whether that's hiring people from other countries and maybe places that are still developing right now where that money they get and that job can get could go a long way to boost their local community could be big too. You know, it's embracing diversity and, and it's bringing on people in. But, you know, it's not hiring, right, for the sake of it just being a profile hire. Like that needs to be clear, right? You can't just be doing it just because you are trying to look good, right? Like it's all about actual inclusion and being inclusive and, and being uh, intentional about what you're trying to do and your recruitment, advancement policies within your company and your startup and things of that nature as well. Having different backgrounds, having different, um, you know, cultures, having involved in your conversations for your products who can bring in so much new insight and, and really shape your culture in a fantastic way that evolves it and, and makes it great for the whole organization too. But, you know, you get more views and you get more representation in there and you get more insight and you get more opinions and you get uh, a lot more success that way, right? Because you're really kind of getting everything at all angles versus if you have five of the same minded people that are from the same background. I mean, you're not really going to get too much different of a, of a response. There's not a lot of growth there, right? So embracing diversity from all, all sorts of angles, right? Whether that's through race or ethnicity or whether that's through where you're from, right? Or small town, big town, developing country, you know, or, or the UK or the US or whatever it might be. Um, you know, it's, it's a matter of just trying to create diversity and opportunities for all and then allowing that to enter with the intention of uh, inclu being inclusive of that, right? Because you can just hire someone on the base in the profile, but you don't give them a voice and what, what the hell does it matter, right? Like obviously it's about having inclus being inclusive uh, with that and, and ensuring that everybody's kind of getting uh, a, a foot at the table and, and having an opportunity there. So setting long-term goals as well is really important on that front. Like, hey, you know, what types of long-term goals do you have for sustainability? And that's always being really intentional with what you're trying to do. And I would say also just looking to review and improve your strategy. Uh, those are some things that 
I kind of think makes sense from what I'm trying to do as a business owner as well, as a founder and, and growing. And then, of course, I have the podcast I'm trying to grow and make sure that I'm representing people from, from all sorts of backgrounds on this show and highlighting their fantastic solution is something I'm trying to be intentional on as well. So I think this is just a, an important episode to just really talk about kind of what I'm going through, what I'm thinking about, you know, I'm not an expert in this by any means. Uh, I'm just kind of rolling through it and telling you kind of my real time story as it flies. And, uh, you know, hopeful that this is kind of resonating with people as well, because, you know, I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one out there trying to do this and gets overwhelmed by the amount of challenges and the amount of things you have to do. And then sometimes it just kind of gets pushed back. But I try to be really intentional about trying to bring this into the forefront and implementing it into my business. You know, something that we're going to be doing is obviously trying to do the 1% planting uh, trees as well and then showing that kind of type of awareness on the site like how much carbon emissions does this page visit give you every time you jump on it so look for that on the new site uh, that's coming up on chest tech here in a few weeks so lots of cool things kind of coming on uh, hopefully you found this valuable on that front and in terms of what you kind of heard or you could at least relate to some of the things that i was saying uh, and then some of the tips that i've read that i think are kind of working uh, for us here at chest tech and, and on the podcast to kind of push things forward on that front so uh, well, that's going to wrap up this episode a little unique, something I think you might be able to expect going forward, a couple more solo episodes than maybe uh, usual to break up kind of all the interviews, love the interviews. It's fantastic as well, but I also feel like, uh, I've got some things to say and some positive things to share on that front too. And, and this being one of them, which is, Hey, you know, we're all doing this together. We're all trying to figure it out. We're all rolling. So let's all uh, kind of share that message and, and see how it goes. And that's what exactly what we did with this episode and, and uh, me allowing to share uh, how things are going with Chess Tech and that sustainable uh, mission that we have as well. It's a lot of fun. But anyway, I uh, hope everybody has a great rest of your week. And don't worry, the next few episodes, we will be going back to the standard interviews. I got a lot of fun stuff lined up for you. Some exclusive stuff, including how to travel with purpose as well, reinventing the way that we eat and cook food on that front and talking about clean money and conscious capitalism with a very, very uh, well-experienced individual in the future. All coming soon on a few of our episodes. So I look forward to doing that as always. If you enjoyed this, give us a subscribe on YouTube and on the the podcast, a favorite listening uh, medium of your choice as well. And I look forward to interacting with you over on social media and have a great rest of your week. Thanks for listening to the Talking Solutions Podcast. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode and check out all of our guests on our website at cheshtech.com. That's C-H-E-S-H-T-E-C-H.com to learn more as we continue our mission of supporting impact-driven founders. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Talking Solutions Podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talking Solutions. If you liked this episode, I'd really appreciate a review and a recommendation to a friend as we focus on highlighting these great founders and individuals providing solutions to societal problems and bringing optimism into the world.